Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topic and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. We're thrilled to be able to deliver relevant, timely content for you, our business owner audience. Each week, you'll hear from a range of professionals and entrepreneurs in various fields of expertise who will share stories and solutions for you to learn from and apply to your business and your life. Today, we'll be talking with the owner of a certified woman-owned business operating in a male-dominated industry and in multiple locations. She was a client of mine for several years, and to this day, she's still growing her enterprise, winning awards, and breaking records. You're definitely going to want to hear her success story. But before we do that, let's just take a quick break to hear about my business transition readiness program. Do you know what it means to be transition ready? Does the thought of your future business exit bring on feelings of anxiety? If so, you are not alone. In the Business Transition Readiness Program, you'll find the answers to these questions and many more. According to award-winning certified exit planner Julie Keys, it takes at least five years to prepare an owner and a business for a future exit. The Business Transition Readiness Program will help you unpack the complexities of exit and transition planning, shed light on the unknowns, and help prepare you and your business to exit on your own terms and not someone else's. You can get more info and register for upcoming programs at poisedforexit.com. Just click on Owner Program. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with the president and CEO of Climate Makers, Inc., Lori Bauer. Lori, it's so good to have you with us today. And welcome to Poised for Exit. Welcome to the show. Um, my favorite guests of this show are successful women business owners like you. So I'm really glad that you're here. Um, I know that you have had your hair on fire these past several months because of the pandemic um, with all the changes you've had to make internally and externally. But we're here not to talk about the pandemic today. We're here to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur and I'd like to have you share with us what you see on the horizon for your future exit as we get to that point in the interview. Um, but first, let's just talk about you. And if you could just share a bit about yourself and how Climate Makers came to be, that would be great. Okay, then. Uh, well, Climate Makers is a mechanical and temperature controls contractor in the commercial and industrial field, so definitely a male-dominant industry. But growing up on a farm with five brothers and three sisters, I have always been mechanically inclined. I started in the trades as a field technician, quickly moved into sales and then management. And over time, I landed at a large contractor and was also a stockholder. Unfortunately, I was not part of the good old boys network mm. and therefore my advancement was limited. So I went to night school, got my MBA. I acquired Climate Makers in 06. And since then, I've also gone back to school and obtained four master licenses to carry for the company. Wow. So my original objective with the acquisition was to, as it still holds today, was to provide a place for employees to enjoy their job and give a living to support their family, mm -hmm. but then also to build it and sell it for my retirement. So you purchased the company from another owner, 
Correct. Okay. What year was that again? Oh, six. And six. the original founders started in 78. And wow. that's who I bought it from. Wow. So that name had a good brand recognition in the HVAC business. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What would you say are some of the most significant lessons you've learned since you started that business? Or since you, since you bought the company, I should say. I would say a couple, of, uh, as a woman owner... Yeah. Anyway, for me, mm-hmm. I tend to become emotionally attached. And so I want to mother the employees, which clouds decisions that should be made different or better for the business. Mm-hmm. So the lesson learned is to slow down. That slows down progress. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to jump over that line and make a business decision when your heartstrings are pulling. Um Another lesson is probably lonely at the top is an understatement. Employees look at owners and presidents as the decision makers and that we know what to do, always to do and do the right thing. And so I did not know that coming from the field, especially. Uh, So I have to I had to take advantage of outside sources, consultants, as I did with you for Mm -hmm. several three years. There's other groups that I joined, um, mm-hmm. other education sessions to be able to help me do that roadmap and help me make the right decisions with my end goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being at the top is definitely difficult. And I empathize with you being a woman business owner and having to make decisions with employees because I did that for years before I became a consultant. And you do get emotionally attached and you do become like a family. And then all of a sudden you have to make a tough choice and, you know, let somebody go or whatever. And it can be really, really difficult. Right. Yeah. Right. Sleepless nights. And, you know, am I doing the right thing? And and all of that for sure. But what is it about being a business owner and entrepreneurship as a whole that pleasantly surprised you? Um, A couple of things, I think pleasantly surprised me were people that I had worked with in the past or through a reference that wanted to come work with me. Uh, That was very complimentary, Mm -hmm. made me feel good, made me feel like I did know what I was doing. Uh, The other thing was going and meeting with these groups and having you and making an outline. I'm very task orientated. And so for me to have a plan and follow that took off a ton of stress. Mm -hmm. And then you have that plan and you have that end goal, what you know, and you share that with your team. Now you collectively have a team to hit your end goal of what you you're in this for. And and then delegating. Right. And getting some things off your plate and being able to have other people take initiative. You know, it's empowering for your team and it's also good for you. Right. So that you're not there for 20 hours out of 24 Um, And I know that because of working with you, I know that you had some pretty significant people follow you from other companies who wanted to come and work for Lori Bauer at Climate Makers. I mean, that's that's really a feather in your cap for sure. Um, In addition to, like I said in the beginning, when I was going to introduce you that, you know, you're award winning, record breaking, you know, (laughs) significant women, women owned business. When I say woman owned business, that means certification, right? Um, So tell me a little bit about that process. I think there is, you know, in that market, it lends it to be unappealing for many. I'm proud of it because of my education and certifications, because I did get there. I didn't 
you know, I often get asked, is your dad in the business or does your husband um, work with you or, and no, it's, it's none of the above. And so I'm proud that I've gotten this far on my own with no handouts or, or family turnovers. And so that's what makes me proud for that certification. Yeah, definitely. And like you alluded to, and like I talked about in the beginning, you really are in a male-dominated industry in the HVAC business. Right, and that still rears its ugly head on occasion. Yes. And when I get hit with that, I'm speechless because I'm shocked. And so my MO in the past is is I just walk away from it and don't say anything at all. Mm. Um, but it is my education. And, and the frustrating part of it is, through my MBA, through all my trade school, through the schooling for the master's license, is I have probably spent more time in a classroom chair than most of the candidates that are, you know, taking the shots at me. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, uh, that's the frustrating part for me. Yeah, definitely. But you've risen above and you continue to plow forward and you continue to be successful and you continue to have a recognizable and respected brand in the industry. So I'm really happy for you in in that. Now, when we talk about business ownership uh, going forward and how that transition is going to look, you shared with me that your motto is don't stop until you're proud. So let's talk about that. What would you say you feel like you still have to accomplish in order to exit and feel proud? I think I'm to the proud level as with the company as a whole in terms of growth and reputation. So now I'm moving into the next phase of the exit plan, and that's mentoring internal employees. It's also doing a lot of research. Um, I've worked through all my sacrifices over the years, which are a lot, Mm -hmm. and worked through those by knowing my payouts in the end. I'll get it in the end when I sell. And so I I have to research. Um, I've done that, of course, by attending multiple exit planning seminars, meeting with M&A consultants that you've introduced me to, and looking at internal sales, third-party sales, roll-ups, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera, Mm -hmm. because it's such a pivotal point for me. That's my end goal for me to be happy and me to consider it successful. I have to know all my options so that when I pick the option, I feel good about it and I know that it's right. So what are you leaning towards right now? Can you share with us where you're thinking that path is taking you? Uh, I think at one point when you and I met, I felt I had to make a decision on a certain path. And Mm -hmm. then you said, no, you don't, you know, just check out your options. And that gave me relief. So I'm working on several options, actually parallel, you know, mentoring an internal group to Mm -hmm. see if if that works, but also keeping my eye on the pulse on an an external sale. Mm -hmm. I grew fast. I added a lot of people. I just recently started to try to take my head out of the game. So there is, you know, the mentoring has to come to a level. Plus, the company has grown to a size that I did not expect. So one person, like I bought it, one person cannot afford to buy it. So Mm -hmm. it will have to be a group, and that might change the dynamics. Mm -hmm. So, again, you know, I'm, I'm... I have not set on one path one way or the other at this point. Yeah, maybe even an ESOP is something to think about, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've asked about that, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I think ex- just to continue to explore your options, you're not in a hurry. 
Um, you do have options, which is good. Not all owners have options. And, you know, you could even do a combination. It wouldn't sure. have to go one way or the other. So that's I'll really awesome. I'll be coming awesome. back to you when I get there. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know where I am. Um, so with the transition itself, regardless if it's inter- internal or external or a combination, where do you see yourself? Like, what's Lori going to do? Are you going to transition out over time? Are you just going to be done one day? Uh, what are you I thinking? I think I'm going to be done one day mm-hmm. for the fact that other people are not going to run it the way that I think yeah. I'm going to run it. Very and true. I ran again. I learned that lesson when I first bought it. There was two founders and they wanted me to buy half. And I said, if I can swing it, I'm going to buy the whole thing. And so they made that happen. And I the one that was still working, I said, you can stay working until you retire as an employee. And after a year, his performance did not mark, make the mark. And I kind of had to let him go. Wow. And so that was a really tough decision to begin with. And But secondly, it showed me that people don't run businesses the way previous owners do. So when I'm done, I'm done. And, you know, I may stay on, not with the company, but working in a capacity of maybe on a board of some mm-hmm. sort for a company. But otherwise, I'm going to ride off in the sunset on my motorcycle. I'll spend more time with the grandkids. I'll be taking my seven older siblings to their doctor appointments. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to go to Bologna Day on Wednesdays with my brother and his crony buddies. <laughs> Bologna Day. Tell me about that. <laughs> Some small little place they go to every Wednesday for bologna day oh. and have their bologna. Oh, so. <laughs> well, how cool is that? You know, just having the option of being able to do it and saying yes or no. Right. You know, um, that, that just is so freeing, isn't it? Well, Lori, you've done such a good job with your business and everything that you've learned and everything you've done, you've done it in, in such a way that um, is really... Um, I guess it, it it provides a great example for anyone out there who is a business owner, whether they're a man or a woman, doesn't matter, um, who's listening and who could say, wow, she's really done it right, you know. And you've gotten to a point where you have options. Um, unfortunately, there are a lot of, like, thousands, maybe even millions of businesses out there who are backing themselves into a corner and won't have options because they haven't done any exploration or planning or inquiring or are educating themselves in the process. And COVID-19 is certainly not helping that problem, right? So congratulations to you for everything that you've done with your business and with your employees. And I know that you've like all the awards that you've won, like maybe just, you know, maybe one or two, you could just share briefly about what kind of awards you've won because they're really significant. I did win the Distinguished Service Award for the Mechanical Contractors Association, and I was the first woman to receive that. Nice. So that was, that was a fun night. Mm-hmm. Um, I also received uh, from the Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal, uh, Woman Honorary in 2018. And, yeah, there's been a lot of right. other ones as well. But and NABO, too. Yes, NABO. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Interrupter of the Year. I, I love, love that title. That. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Very cool. How's that motorcycle running? It's great. Cool. A lot of horsepower. That's awesome. And the grandkids are growing. Yeah. All right. For sure. And we're going to have to get together for a glass of wine soon. Absolutely. Or a bottle. Or a bottle. Maybe two <laughs> bottles. Who knows? 
So um, I'm going to end the show with how I always do, and um, that is to ask you if you could share a couple of action items or takeaways um, for our business owner audience, if you know, sitting in their position, especially for newer business owners, maybe even for women. Um, what are a couple things that would you'd like to share? Uh, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. Um, you know, pick your battles. The days are stressful enough. And for your self-worth, you're looked at every day as the owner. And people really gauge you, whether you know it or not, when you walk in that door by your demeanor. And so figure out what you need to do to walk in with the same attitude and the same inspiration every day. Even though you've cried your way to work or whatever <laughs> it was, uh, try to maintain to, to keep that culture. Uh, another key thing that I do is humor. I inject a ton of humor daily mm -hmm. to employees and, and uh, customers as well. You know, you spend a good portion of your life at work, you might as well have fun with it. And humor is a lot better than crying. And, and so humor to me is a very, very positive and fulfilling characteristic of mine. Uh, it totally is. I love that about you. And I agree 100%. I think that you can find humor in just about anything. And with the way things are these days, it's good to find what's funny. So right on. absolutely. Well, cool. Um, so I would like to have you just share with us what's the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you? Through our website, which is, of course, www.climatemakersinc.com. And there's a contact us button on there, and it comes right to me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Lori. It's been a pleasure having you. We'll have to have you on the show again. And for our listeners, this episode will be available for download on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit.com, where you can also get a copy of my book called Poised for Exit. And you will also be able to find Lori Bauer and Climate Makers and uh, contact information for her as well. Please do rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast shows. We really appreciate the support. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, and please join us again next time.